Good morning, MUIDS. I'm Ty from 1201, and I'm here in the studio today with an AV tech, Grace. And we are alone today because everyone else is at week without walls. Of course, we're from the broadcasting club, and we're here every Wednesday from 7:45 to 8:15. So, don't forget to tune in for your weekly content and entertainment. As a reminder that if any teachers are listening at this point, we know that you are all in a meeting right now. So, feel free to switch off the PA system in your room. You can do that by using the neat little volume knob right next to one of your doors. By the way, if anyone's interested in contacting us, feel free to fill out the Google form in the Line Group and Homeroom Hub. Or you can also contact us via Instagram. We are here over at MUIDS Broadcast. Moving on, let's get to announcements today. First on the list is actually the fact that this is the tenth broadcast, and me as the club president, actually, I'm very proud of this achievement. We've been through a lot already, and we're bound to go through a lot more. To bring you all the content and entertainment that you might want every Wednesday, hopefully livening it up and making your Wednesdays better. Moving on from that, today is actually day E, and it's a day where you're going to be looking around, and most of you are going to be wondering, "Hey, where are all our grade twelves?" Well, I have an answer for you. The answer is. Week without walls at Colorado. Colorado is a beautiful place, so I hope that they enjoy their vacation as much as I enjoy making my portfolio. Well, moving on from that and that bit of weirdness, I guess, let's go on to our next piece of news. As you may or may not have seen in the homeroom hub already, the requested capstone internship recommendation letters are now with Miss Sum. So. Go down and yeah, grab them. She's a nice lady, so why not talk to her on the way as well? Well, talking about people, let's talk about the quote of the week actually. And this quote of the week is actually by someone called Carl Jung. His quote states that if one does not understand a person, one tends to regard him as a fool. This is going to be very relevant later on, so stay tuned. But hint, hint, it's going to be about lactose intolerance. Well, let's just talk about news first, though, because hey, you want to know what's going on in the world. So, according to Reuters, on November twenty-sixth, Hamas freed seventeen hostages held in Gaza, including a four-year-old American girl. While、well, Israelis released 39 Palestinian prisoners on Sunday, the third day of the truce, and of course, the International Committee of the Red Cross said that it had successfully transferred 17 hostages from Gaza. While Hamas has said that it has handed over 13 Israelis, three Thais, and one Russian citizen. The release of those hostages, as a part of a larger group captured 
when Hamas fighters rampaged through southern Israel on October 7, was mirrored by the freeing of 39 Palestinians, all of whom were teenagers. Nice, I guess. I don't know. I really don't want to do international politics, but it's worth it getting you guys all this information that you're going to find useful. Anyway, according to the Palestinian news agency Wafa, Hamas has said that it wanted to extend the truce if serious efforts were made to increase the number of Palestinian detainees released by Israel. Of course, the situation is very tense right now, so let's cross our fingers and hope everyone gets to return home. Well, he... Let me talk, tell you first who he is. U.S. President Joe Biden said that he hoped that the Palestinian fighting can go on as long as hostages are getting released. So do I. Joe Biden actually hoped that more Americans would re- be released by Hamas, although he did not have any firm news as of yet. But what he did say was that the four-year-old hostage called Abigail Adan had witnessed her parents being killed by Hamas fighters during the October 7th raid into Israel and that she had been held ever since then. Other than that, Israeli's new channel on 13 said that Abigail was on her way to the hospital for her checks. While her grandfather, Carmel Idan, told readers that he, quote, simply could not believe, end quote, she had returned, thanking Biden for all the help that he's ever offered them in the return of the hostages. Meanwhile, Palestinians gave the prisoners that were freed, of course, a jubilant, meaning happy, reception in Ramallah, according to Wafa. And Omar Abdul Al-Hajj, 17, one of the detainees released on Sunday, said that he'd been kept in the dark about what was happening on the outside world. While Sunday's hostage release follows the liberation of 30 Israelis on Saturday, six of them women and seven of them teenagers actually, or children. The youngest among them was three-year-old Yehiel Shoham, freed with her mother and brother, although her father remains a hostage. And of course, a Palestinian source has stated that up to 100 hostages could ultimately go free. And I'm looking forward to everyone getting home, so hopefully that happens. Qatar, Egypt, and the United States are pressing for the truce to be extended on Monday, actually. But it's not clear whether that will happen because of the various things that are going on, such as the fact that during this time, reportedly, Hamas is preparing their weapons and regrouping. Anyway, clashes and recriminations, meaning breaking of the treaty, have threatened to torpedo the existing deal, such as, you know, the killing of a Palestinian farmer in the central Gaza Strip, which is earlier added to these concerns. The father of, sorry, 
The farmer was killed when targeted by Israeli forces on the east of Gaza's long-established Maxi refugee camp, according to the Palestinian Red Cross. Anyway, the armed wing of Hamas also said on Sunday that the four of the military commanders in the Gaza Strip had been killed, including the commander of the North Gaza Brigade, Ahmad Al-Gadur. It did not say, though, when they had been killed. Unfortunately, this is not the only instance of violence flaring up, because violence has also flared up in the West Bank, where Israeli forces killed seven Palestinians, including two miners and at least one gunman. Late on Sunday and early... Correction, sorry. Late on Saturday and early Sunday, said medics and local sources but even before the october 7 attacks from gaza the west bank had already been a state of unrest with a rise in israeli army raids palestinian attacks and violence by israeli settlers in the past 18 months of course more than 200 palestinians have been killed in the west bank since october 7th some in israeli airstrikes of course, fortunately, the deal survived an earlier threat when Hamas's armed wing said on Saturday that it was, quote, delaying hostages releases until Israel met all truce conditions, including committing to let aid trucks into northern Gaza. Saving the truce took a whole day of diplomacy mediated by Qatar and Egypt, which President Biden also had a part in. Hamas's Al-Qusayn brigades have also said that Israelis have failed to respect terms for the release of Palestinian prisoners that factored their time into detention. While Kogat, the Israeli Agency for Civilian Coordination with the Palestinians, accused Hamas itself of dealing trucks trying to deliver humanitarian aid to northern Gaza at a checkpoint. In a quote, to Hamas, residents of Gaza are their last priority, end quote, it said on Sunday. Qatari diplomats are now on site in Gaza to supervise the entity and delivery of their country's aid, Qatar's foreign minister said. A UN official, of course, took part in humanitarian convoy to northern Gaza said on Sunday that aid groups were on track to deliver the biggest shipment in Verma, describing thin, gaunt, or ill-looking residents slaking off their thirst as soon as water arrived. In a quote, the UN Children's Agency representative James Elder told readers that people are so desperate that you can see it in the adults' eyes that they haven't eaten, and after the delivery, he is quoted saying, There is just this immense relief. Literally people, as they get water, start drinking the water immediately. They're thirsty. They've been thirsty for days. End quote. Even as the aid deliveries fold north, Elder said that he saw hundreds of Gazans heading in the other direction, fearing the renewal of Israeli bombardments if the four-day truce was not prolonged. In another quote, he said that people 
are so terrified that this pause won't be continuous. Well, that sums it up for international news segment today, and it's already been 11 minutes, but the next 10 minutes are going to be interesting. Well, interesting to me and a lot of other people. I hope you find it interesting as well and keep on listening. Let's talk about a less formal topic, actually. Well, actually, let's talk about something to do with ice cream. You know, ice cream contains dairy, right? Like milk. And milk contains a substance that's called lactose. So let's talk about lactose intolerance today because it's an interesting genetic condition. If you think about it, ancient European farmers who made cheese thousands of years ago certainly had milk, right? Yes, but at the time they didn't have any way to digest lactose that was inside the milk because the raw milk had the dominant sugar of lactose and after childhood, many people lost the genes, correction, sorry, lost the enzymes to be able to digest it. Today, however, 35% of the global population, consisting of mostly people with European ancestry, can actually digest lactose in adulthood without a problem, meaning that they actually have the enzyme in their side their digestive systems. So, this poses a question actually. How did we transition from a milk aphobic to milkaholics? Meaning that, how did we start off from not being able to eat milk into someone or a group of people being able to eat milk so often and their bodies actually digesting? The first and more correct, most correct answer is that we honestly don't know, at least according to Mark Thomas, an evolutionary geneticist at the University College of London in the UK. You know, of course, most babies can digest milk without getting an upset stomach thanks to an enzyme called lactase. But up until third, several thousand years ago, that enzyme turned off once a person grew into adulthood, meaning that most adults or lactose intolerance, or it's also called lactose non correction, sorry, lactase non persistence, as scientists call it. But now that doesn't happen for most people of the northern and central European descent, and also in certain African and Middle Eastern populations as well. This lactose tolerance took part only about 20,000 years ago the evolutionary equivalent of a hot minion, but it would have required extremely strong and selective pressure. Lorraine Codon, an exercise physiologist at the Colorado State University and an expert on paleolithic nutrition, said that something happened when we started drinking milk that reduced mortality. That something, though, is a bit of a mystery. But to solve that mystery, we have a lot of clues actually. The first clue is that milk, to no one's surprise, is pretty nutritious. It's got protein, it's got a bunch of macronutrients, micronutrients, calcium, and also plenty of carbohydrates. 
For the ancient Neolithic farmer, it was like a superfood, according to Thomas. But even lactose intolerant adults could have benefited from milk in that case. Chemical evidence from ancient pots showed that these long ago farmers learned to process the milk and cheese or yogurt, which they of course could digest because it removed a lot of lactose. But around 8,000 years ago, in what's now called Turkey, just when humans were starting to milk newly domesticated cows, goats, and sheep, mutations near the gene that produces the lactase enzyme started becoming more frequent. And around the same time, adult lactose tolerances developed. The mutation is responsible for that, maybe very, uh, sorry, the mutation responsible for that may be between two and 20,000 years old, because estimates, of course, vary according to whoever you ask. But in order for that new trait to have persisted over many generations, something unique must have given milk drinkers an evolutionary edge even though it's not solved in this question just yet. But Thomas actually thinks that it's because of two reasons, mainly that explain the persistence of the lactase mutation in Northern Europe. Firstly, you, there's a lot to be said about the fact that farmers settled and came from fertile crescents, and they brought crops native to that region, like wheat and barley, but with Europeans But with Northern Europe's shorter growing season, their crops were more likely to fail and cause famine. Additionally, the colder North European climate lent itself to natural refrigeration. According to a quote, if you're a farmer in Southern Europe and you milk a cow in the morning and you leave the milk out, It'll be yogurt by noon. But if you do the same thing in Germany, it still be milk, said Thomas. Of course, a lactose intolerant person who was healthy, who drank the still fresh milk, would still get a bad case of diarrhea. But if you melt nourish, then you'll die, Thomas says. In times of famine, milk drinking probably increased the very people who shouldn't have been consuming high lactose dairy products, the hungry and malnourished, would be the ones most likely to drink fresh milk. So, with milk's deadly effects for those lactose intolerant, individuals with the lactose mutation would have been more likely to survive and pass on the gene. Quotas the combination of famine and the longer processing time for milk is kind of like a double whammy, says Thomas, who has yet to publish his theory. Under his scenario, the lactose tolerant wouldn't always have an evolutionary advantage, but for short periods of time, having that genetic mutation would have helped. In a quote, he says that over a long run, it's modest, but over short periods of time, it's extremely high selection, full of lactose tolerance, says Thomas. Scientists have never actually discovered the reason why adult lactose tolerance evolved very quickly. 
Other researchers have also suggested that the fresh milk provides a more fluid, pure fluid alternative to contaminated fodder sources, which have suggested other researchers have scientists may never discover the reason why adult scientists may never discover the actual reason why adult lactose tolerance evolved so quickly but other researchers have also suggested that fresh milk provided a more pure fluid alternative to contaminated water sources in arid environments that milk fats gave people a fertility advantage, or that perhaps milk drinking might have been associated with social prestige. Cordain argues that milk gave humans an advantage against malaria in Africa and Southern Europe, and rickets in Northern Europe. In a quote by Thomas, he says that whatever constellation of factors was involved, they're going to be different in different regions but the selection pressure might have been equally strong in East Africa and Northern Europe, for example. Of course, it's hard to tell how prevalent lactose intolerance, sorry, tolerance has been over the past time, but so far, scientists have found evidence of adult lactose persistence in ancient skeletons in Northern Europe, Scandinavia, Southern France, and elsewhere. Thomas and his colleagues Adini Swantarikosta of Uppsala University in Sweden, sorry for butchering that name, recently discovered lactase persistence in Spanish remains from about 5,000 years ago, and according to them, they're going to publish this research next year, hopefully. Thomas, of course, thinks that as a genetic and archaeological technology continues to develop, modern science may someday reveal the culprit, but it may take a while before the research, like our genes, is still evolving. Of course, for most people with lactose intolerance, symptoms can be prevented by reducing the amount of food that contains lactose that they consume, or by avoiding these foods completely. However, many people have found that taking a lactose correction, sorry, lactase supplement before having food or drink containing lactose may reduce or prevent symptoms for some people. In addition, lactose intolerance is also caused perhaps by another health condition such as celiac disease. In that case, treating the underlying cause should help. And it would be miss or I would miss something if I did not mention a YouTuber called Thought Emporium, who experimented with GMO bacteria inside of his gut microbiome, which produced lactase. He actually found that it's quite effective, although it's not gotten any clinical approval because it's higher risk. Anyway, maybe perhaps in the future we can cure lactose intolerance with that, but for now, it remains untested and very dangerous. And that's it for today. I hope that, again, the content that we gave out will be useful to you. Thank you for listening and see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.